0: Welcome to the blends, breaks, and blends that shape our future podcast. I am your host, Troy Rice. Creativity is often taught as a solo practice, and therefore, a person that is good at drawing or music is said to be creative. But creativity for kids, as well as adults, is not limited to the creative arts. Most things we value in life today did not derive from an original idea, but rather concepts that have been blended, broken, or blended. A result from disciplined focus, connecting big picture insights with rigor and testing and small variations. This podcast is to inspire you to create your future, a future you can be proud to live in. On this podcast, you will learn creative practices, stories from creatives themselves, and creativity in history. Looking to get started with an idea? Visit troyrice.life and join a creativity group, sharing your idea for thoughtful and rapid feedback to help you create your future. All right. Now, go blend, break, and blend our world, your world. Enjoy the show. All right. Welcome to the Bends, Breaks, and Blends that Shape Our Future podcast. I am your host, Troy Rice. On today's show, we have creative chef, entrepreneur, and food enthusiast, Nick Knudsen. Nick is the owner of Wild Joy, a company offering culinary programs for mastering cooking skills in the kitchen. Nick has an extensive background in culinary arts, including co-founding the company Origin Meals back in the day. Outside of the food world, Nick is an exceptional thought writer and thought leader, and I am proud and grateful to call Nick, my friend. Nick, welcome to the show, man.
1: Thank you, Troy, my dear friend, my brother, uh, and thank you for such a wonderful Wonderful uh, introduction! Wow, I am uh, I'm so humbled by your words, um, and thank you so much for thinking of me and for inviting me onto uh, your podcast. Uh, seeing some of the the esteemed individuals that you've had on here, I, I am truly humbled and honored to uh, be invited, and it's also. Uh, for all you listeners out there. This is a little bit different because usually Troy and I have teamed up to do podcasts. So <laughs> this, is, uh, this is a little bit different, but it's also just uh, as, as I'm just incredibly grateful. And I really hope I, uh, I have something that is a value for people.
0: We absolutely have some value and we're going to dig into that. So Nick is very thoughtful uh, in the way that he approaches everything in life and relationships being one, but creativity, we're going to dig into today. But Nick, we start every show with one question. What does creativity mean
1: to you? I've been thinking about this since you sent it to me. Um, Creativity to me um, I think it has not to get incredibly complex with it because I think it's easy to get com- uh, like hung up on it. So ultimately, I think uh, there are different areas of life. There are different stages of life where creativity is a major part or it's always a major part. Um, where I'm at now is... Seeing creativity as an act of courage. Mm. And what I mean by that is that I can have all the creativity in the world to create a business, to create a product, to create a relationship. If I don't have the courage to actually go out and actually put action behind my words and my thoughts, I don't necessarily think that I'm truly living a creative life, or am I really embracing creativity at its fullest?
0: Hmm. Love it. So if we were to go back in time, and you can go as far back in your childhood as you want to, where does the courage to create come from for you? And what were some influencers along the way?
1: Wow. Well, I think I think it really started or really sort of, so I think what so I think what's really important to um, really keep in mind when we want to utilize creativity. And I think what it's boiled down to is that there has to be a, a what and a why to to that creativity. I think so often that people get hung up with the how, Mm -hmm. and it's so important that I'm learning is to understand the what and the why behind why it is I need to be creative or to take creative acts to move in the direction of what it is I truly want to create. Because if if I don't take action, if I don't have courage to be creative, I feel like I'm just going to be in the same place uh, doing the same things. And that's just insanity time and time again. Hmm. So I think there needs to be some context of the what and the why. And usually what truly inspires us or I guess compels us to take action is that there is some pain that is so unbearable or that there is something like pleasure that we are truly trying to create, like creating a light beyond our imagination. Mm-hmm. So it's either pain or pleasure that is truly compelling us to take action, to have courage, to create. For me, um, the, the, the story or the example that comes to mind Uh, which was incredibly, this isn't necessarily uh, involved with business or relationships. I mean, it all sort of uh, falls under this umbrella, which is when um, I was, uh, I guess when I was given the permission to... Create my own understanding of what God is in this world. And I can think and think and think and think about what God is or isn't, which is important. However, faith without works is dead. So, what that means is is that if I'm not actually taking action, if I'm not truly pushing, my limits, pushing my boundaries. So ultimately, I think to go back to your original question, creativity is the channel of creating faith and trust in yourself and something bigger than yourself.
0: Okay. Now, many of our guests have kind of come on here and said that, you know, when they were a kid, they played with Legos and it was their favorite thing to do, or they were drawing, like they drew pictures or colored pictures. What type of practice did you have maybe when you were a kid that you can reflect on that maybe helped you uh, in creativity? And then the second part is uh, I find something fascinating that you covered there, which is the what, the why and the how. And I'm curious, is the what and the why easier when you're a kid? And the how becomes a little bit gray as we get older because we tend to overthink and we're influenced from outside perspectives. And all of a sudden we don't do anything of creativity. And then we kind of circle back to it when we're searching for a purpose, but I want you to dig into those things with me. So first tell us a little bit about Nick as a kid, uh, creating, uh, to give us some context and then what is your perspective and opinions on the, what the, 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 uh, the why and, and the how.
1: All right. So to start as a kid. So, um, let me just start by saying that I do remember the very first thing I ever decided to create in the kitchen which was like I guess you, did you ever like I think what what I, comes to mind is like when you got to go to uh like like a 7-Eleven or something and you just made like a suicide soda you put every <laughs> every single like soda that you possibly could and oh, so that's what I did with my first cooking experience. I was like, I took everything yes. that I loved. Like, I don't know if there was like some lucky charms, rice krispies, what have you. And and I was just like, I'm gonna bake this thing and it's gonna be the most amazing thing. And 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 the what and the why was like, I was like, well, um, because I wanted to, and I was just I was I, just, I felt free. Um so it would turn out to be terrible it was miserable it was really big letdown um, I sh- share that only because I think it's what's really important to pay attention to here is is the sense of I guess there's a term that's out there called flow and flow means like ex- like when you experience um a sense of timelessness when you're absorbed in a project or a uh, a moment, and it's almost as if um, how I guess I like to think of it is like it's sort of when like your your body and your mind uh, sort of intersect on this thin line of what your soul is here to do, um, and it's uh, it's just it's just amazing to be in this sense of flow. Right before we we got on this call, we were talking about. Uh, cold therapy and cold plunges, like there is a sense of flow when you're in the ice bath or in a cold shower. Like that's all you can think about. It's sort of timeless, even though it feels like it's going to last forever. It's not. So as a kid though, like on top of my uh, suicide baking experiments um, where I experienced like the most flow um, and timelessness in my life was when I was moving I was I remember summers uh, just being on my bike going to the pool going to baseball practice going to a baseball game then going back to uh, you know the pool at night uh, I was a catcher so it was always really hot so I was like "Oh, I'm gonna go to the pool and and and, and, and cool off or what have you and and I just remember just always moving um, I grew up in a small town and you know, just being on my bike uh just brought so much independence and freedom. And I'm sure there was some tennis lessons also involved in there. It's just I just remember moving all the time. Yeah. All the time.
0: Okay. So movement, which I guess you could kind of say relating to kids, right? Too like when you're younger, um, we do tend to be busier and moving around more. Um, but that's interesting. Okay.
1: So, and I think another just important point as it relates to, um, you know, what it's like today is that what, if I truly want to create something to go back to this, you know, courage Mm. to take action is like, I have to create the energy from within so that I can go out and create what it is I want to create. And that can be I wanna create something new in my relationship. I wanna create something new for my business. I wanna create something new for my relationship with my kids. So it really requires uh, this create, creation and creativity of the energy that you, I create within so that I can actually have an influence or impact what it is I truly want to create. So I guess we call that state.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about the flip side of courage, fear. So when we think of fear, it usually stops us from doing something and it could be something that's, you know, significant and we just stare at it and we're like, Nope, it's just not going to happen. Or it could be something small where it's a small step forward, but it's change. Where does fear fit into creativity and courage and movement. And do you have an experience where you've kind of you know matured throughout your, your own life and hit walls of fear where you're able to kind of push through and then back to the creative work that you do now?
1: Well, fear can be my worst enemy and it can also be one of my greatest allies. Mm. And what I mean by that is I can either let what happens to me now that's that's a, that's how I frame it what happens to me that's fear. What if it happened for me mm-hmm. instead? So I have the opportunity, I think we all have the opportunity to shift uh, what is actually happening. I can either let what happens to me define me, or I can use what happens to define myself. Mm -hmm. So it is not to say that fear isn't going to be there. It is about really getting clear and almost creating a principle around fear that, I choose not to let fear be the influence in my life. Yes, it's going to be there. Yes, it's going to be painful to make those little steps. Yes, I'm going to fail. But what do I really want my life to be defined about? Mm -hmm. Is it fear? Somebody who I know for a long time, like the story, the question in my mind, uh, that was driving my energy, myself, my soul was what's wrong with me. And um, I will never be good enough. And so as a result, everything that happened to me, I didn't make the basketball team that happened to me. What did I do? I said, I was never going to be good enough. So I didn't try again. Mm-hmm. So what do I really want it to be defined? Like I could take another example with my former business. I think I got a little scared with wanting to take over because I didn't believe that I was good enough or capable enough to actually truly take over the business. Again, that's that internal question, that internal narrative, that story that is defining me. That's not who who I am in my soul in my soul, I know that I am, I'm sovereign, I'm courageous, I'm edgy, I'm fun. Those things don't define, those things are what I want to define me, not the things that I let fear necessarily define me. Does that make sense? Yeah. So just
0: to kind of help our listeners out to dig in there a little bit. So let's Let's cover across three different avenues here. You, you created origin meals, um, and then you created, uh, your own chef program, uh, wild joy. And then I know now you're creating your own sauce line, uh, and really going back to like the suicide mixing in the kitchen, right? A good way. You're building something in the kitchen that, that people will love and as healthy as a, a different form of sauce, uh, for food and stuff. But getting back to those three and the journey throughout each one had its own struggles, challenges, successes, fear, courage. And I imagine creativity was a part of every single one of those. So maybe break it down just a little bit more about what it looks like to even start to create a business like Origin Meals. And what does it look like to even start a second one knowing that maybe the first one wasn't what you imagined. So you moved on or it was a progression or whatever that looks like, but take us through the cycle. Cause then we'll kind of have an idea about how creativity works and that maybe it doesn't have to be perfect.
1: Sure. Okay. So I think what it was like when I was first, creating origin um Hmm. well it 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 started from within um it started because i needed to make a change i needed to do something so uh, like i said uh i i i started moving a lot more uh in my late 20s i started to i approached how i ate food differently um and then um so it wasn't necessarily about me thinking I needed to change the world just yet. I just needed to change myself. So I think mm. maybe focusing more on what is it that I need for listeners? What is it that I really want to change within myself um, that will have a bigger impact in how I show up in the world? Cause really that's what I was driving at was like, how do I change yeah. myself? Cause I had to change. Cause it's just, Really, what it's do I think what it is, Troy, is it's like recognizing pattern recognition. I was go I had, to, I had to I had a bad pattern, a very destructive pattern. I had to create a new pattern or utilize different patterns and then create new ones. So mm-hmm. those so those three things I think um, are really what um, is present within all of us. We all have patterns, and so to recognize what those patterns are. And then to actually find someone, find seeking out someone that is doing it, who has done it uh, better than I have. So like to seek out uh, a mentor, uh, read autobiographies of people that you are inspired by, um, you know, hire a coach, uh, that kind of thing. So once you recognize the pattern that you want to change, find those people that are doing it well. And once you start to master what, how they approach it, It gave me the courage to go out and create my own. Okay, very good. Um, And I guess I think that that's pretty present with, uh, it was certainly present with, with origin, knowing that I was changing all these things about myself and then realized like, wow, like I could create something that would really serve, like help other people do the same thing. And then with Wild Joy and, and, and teaching people how to cook, like we were all locked down in the pandemic and it's like, what are we gonna do? Restaurants were shut down. So it was, I was preparing myself to to to, to um, take action. And when when things had shut down, it was, you know, again, things were happening for me, not to me. And now as I've done this Wild Joy stuff, I'm, I'm now realizing like, kind of like what I'm really in the world to do Um, in business to do is to make your next meal easy delicious and healthy
0: okay yeah i'll tell you what one thing i love in there uh, that you mentioned nick was creativity to yourself because a lot of the times on the show when we talk about creativity it's usually about what the object is that's being creative Um, And, you know, it could be inventive, it could be artistic, it could be musical, it could be food. Uh, But they all have like an outcome, right? Like a tangible outcome that people can either see or they can feel. But for a moment there, we were going down the journey of what you can inspire and creativity to drive yourself, like progression in yourself. Um, So I love that. Because oftentimes I will even personally sit, you know, trying to think my way through my day, my week, my year, my projects, and thinking how I can come up with creative ways to to do that. But a lot of the times it's really, what do I need to create differently in myself? That's not happening right now. And then how can I maximize on that to get the outcome that I believe it should be, but I'm not getting there. And like in the words that you said, because my pattern
1: needed to. Mm-hmm. so yeah and, and and it's you know speaking of that pattern it's sometimes really difficult to be aware of your own pattern yeah and, and 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 one of the things that i think you know is really important essential to creativity and this was um this comes from the same author of, of flow uh he also wrote a book called creativity um which is an immensely immensely impressive book about creativity uh, he researched the the habits and 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 sort of the principles of of, of people who are creative uh, in the financial world in sciences in the arts uh, so let's just get really clear here that creativity is not necessarily only for creative arts it's 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 a resource that everyone has access to and one of the things that was really impressive about this book, and this is one of the things that i'm I'm really starting to, to get engaged with more and more um, now that I'm engaged is that the one thing that stood out in all of his uh, author's research I can't remember I, I butcher his name it's sent me yes um the one thing that was consistent for the people that had the most success being creative was that they had someone there to support them. Fascinating. Okay. (laughs) So, so so to know, like, it's almost like that, 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 that significant other, whoever that is, is, is there to uh, encourage, to support, to challenge, uh, to be there um, as like, uh, because sometimes that failure is going to be the, um, is going to be the catalyst for what it is that it really needs to be. Yeah.
0: So what is awesome is basically the courage to start and the accountability for someone to catch you when you fall. That's what helps people be most creative. Amazing. Amazing, man. I love that. And so if anything, hopefully that supports or inspires our our audience to really think about creativity, not only from the lens of, of starting and doing something like taking action, but to really build the support system to help you when you fall. And that's how
1: you sustain. I think that that's what, uh, if you go back to, um, you know, I think, ray dalio has that has that book on success and one of the things that i that i took took away was that it success isn't necessarily like always dollars and cents or having your name on this building or that building it's really about how you what is the journey like with the people that you want in it with you absolutely
0: yeah that book's principles and it's amazing. Yeah. I
1: encourage our audience to check that
0: out. Um, yeah. And just to kind of uh, add the notion, so what Nick was talking about earlier was flow and creativity. Me uh, Mihai Chick sent me High is an amazing book. Nick got some uh, great work out there, so I encourage you to check that out too. All right, Nick, we have a few minutes left. I want you to be able to share with the audience a little bit about what you're creating with the sauce so they can get excited about what's to come and then also share how people can connect with you. And we'll make sure that we share that with the audience on the podcast.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Troy. Um, so um, you know, like I said, when I started this uh, one of the components of creativity is for me right now is to, you know, essentially be a warrior of creativity, which is mean just take massive action. Um, yes, And I am, so like i said i'm i'm in the business of making your next meal easy delicious and healthy and what i'm really convinced on is that there are uh, i want to create a condiment line that is uh, that people can truly trust and that they can set on their table like a ketchup bottle. Like I want to, I want to be the new ketchup bottle. Uh, I want this to be the new ketchup bottle. And essentially, it's it's a it's a gluten free, dairy free, sugar free, artificial coloring free. Like this is like down to like everything has an intention. Everything, every ingredient has an intention as far as flavor, as far as sourcing, and really, it's just. Like what I think is the most important thing when it comes to creating um, consistency in in eating healthy is that it needs to be healthy, yet it also needs to be easy and delicious. So why not create a sauce condiment line that fits all three bills?
0: Amazing, yes. And I know personally from from tasting it uh, that it's awesome. But I'll I'll make I'll just um, add to the notion that. Many of us enjoy barbecue sauces and ketchups and everything. And when you go to a restaurant, sometimes you have no idea where that's coming from because they've either put it in a different bottle uh, or maybe you do but it's, it's you know a particular brand. Uh, but most cases they have high fructose corn syrup in them. And I know for a fact, like most barbecue uh, companies do and most ketchup companies. And so I was even talking to Nick, like my wife and I would love to have like a personal condiment line that we could take with us to restaurants, because we are constantly either encouraging the kids not to eat the ketchup with anything that they're having on their plate, uh, or we absolutely are not, uh, because we know what's in it. And I don't want to have to do that because going out to to dinner with your family, it can be a fun experience. And, uh, and so thank you, Nick, for looking out for, for us and everybody (laughs) else out there.
1: You're welcome. I, I, I'm really excited to, um, you know, thank you for all your support on on, on that project as well, Troy. Like you're, you're, again, like you're a great example of, of you know, creativity and action. Like having someone like you, Troy, um, who's there to help offer insight to um, be a part of the journey. Whether or not you're part of the business or not, you're you're there in the journey with me. And so, these—I just want to really get very clear that those people that you need to be supportive for you to be creative—they can come in many different ways. It doesn't have to. So, if you're not in a relationship, that doesn't mean that you can't be creative. I don't want that to be the case. And I think ultimately, like the most important one is that whatever type of relationship that you know that wherever it is that you derive or derive courage and faith and freedom from whether that's God, the universe, Yahweh, whatever. I mean, it's, it's yeah. just to have that, um, to have that source of, of internal guidance and power. Uh, so I think that that's also really.
0: I yeah. think so thank, thanks for clarifying that for people, because sometimes when we talk about, you know, engaging partners and spouses and, and, and maybe even a best friend, um, that's just the, an example of a support system so thanks for breaking that down on the other side yeah
1: you're you're welcome absolutely Um,
0: so again truly grateful to have you nick it's truly a treat for me personally because nick and i are great friends and uh, i really enjoy what nick has to say and what he's creating in the world uh and so thank you again for joining us
1: thank you so much troy and uh wow i'm i'm thank you for the beautiful questions and um I am just so honored. So thank you again and wishing you and your family a beautiful, healthy rest of the day.
0: Thanks, buddy. All right. And thank you to all our listeners out there for the uh, blends, breaks, and blends that shape our future podcasts. We bring on exciting guests from all walks of life to really dig into what creativity is so that you can be inspired to either start or continue on your journey to creating whatever is meaningful to you and your life. So we will see you next time with another exciting guest. Thank you.